Groundhogs podcast. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Today's Groundhogs Day, Andy. Yes. I know. And someone's birthday, right? Shadow. So it's February 2nd, 2023. We're on season four, episode number 12. This is a songs edition. So music only, albums, songs, tours, anything music related, we're going to cover here on the episode today. We're going to do an album review today, Andy. Yes. Now, this one, I knew of them, but I didn't know of the album or much of the band. Here it is. Black and Blue. The debut album from the glam metal band called Black and Blue. Here's the album cover here. This was 1984. This was 1984. So I just got done listening to this one. Andy and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. It's a glam metal band recorded 1984, released in August of 1984. It includes the band's only song to chart as a single, Hold On to 18. In 2015, this album, now this kind of shocked me, Andy, but this album on Rolling Stone's 50 Greatest Hair Metal Albums of All Time came in at number 28. Yeah. Now, it kind of looks like D. Snyder there in the front center, but uh, it's not. It's This is Black and Blue, a good, what I call more of a pure rock band, a, a, yeah. a metal band. Now, it was recorded in West Germany. And these are the years, the early 80s, when rock and heavy metal was just coming into the forefront. Here's the personnel. And maybe you'll have some information on some of the personnel here, Andy. But Black yep. and Blue is the name of the band. That's also what their, uh, their name of their album. Jamie St. James, lead vocals. Tommy Thayer, lead guitar. Jeff Whoop Warner on rhythm guitar. Yes, nickname was Whoop. Patrick Young on bass and Pete Holmes on drums. Uh, any any notable names there? Well, you recognize the name Tommy Thayer. Yes. Now with Kiss. And uh, after your bit, I got a I got a little bit on Jamie St. James. Some information on that. Okay. okay. But yes, for those uh, of us into Kiss, the new uh, the new version of the band, the recent version of the band, the current. Yeah, current's a good guitarist. word is Tommy Thayer, and he's gone back, I don't know, 10, 15 years, but uh, he was originally with Black and Blue, became a big Kiss fan, and uh, got in with them when they started to put together, putting together their box set. Really did a lot of work on the album with Gene Simmons, putting together the Kiss box set. Now here's the track listings. Song one, The Strong Will Rock. Strong, uh, song two, School of Hard Knocks. Song three is Auto Blast. Song four, the most popular song they had, is Hold On to 18. Song five is Wicked Bitch. Now, the next song they did a cover, a sweet cover called Action. And then the final four songs are Show Me the Night, One for the Money, I'm the King, and Chains Around Heaven. Uh, this, you know, the label was Geffen. There was there was they were on Geffen Records. Forty minutes long and seven seconds. This whole album is it's considered glam metal and heavy metal. Now, because this came out in 1984, before 
Guns N' Roses, uh, the uh, Welcome to the Jungle, the song is called I'm the King. If you listen to the lyrics, it says, I'm the king, the king of the concrete jungle. That uh, took note for me, you know, especially because they're really, they coined the term concrete jungle uh, yeah. and the king of the jungle long before Guns N' Roses came out with the same kind of a phrase. Did they, did they steal that, do you think, from black and blue? Maybe. It was an influence. I don't know. But, you know, if you look at the producer for this album, he'd also worked with Scorpions. So he'd done some yeah. good stuff. Geffen Records had its, you know, six years in the middle there where they had some good names, had some good bands um, in the metal industry, rock industry like that. So did they all feed off each other? Rob Peter to pay Paul, if you will. Maybe. I've never heard any beef from Black and Blue saying it. But these guys are all pretty humble guys. In fact, when I looked up the other information on the band members, with the exception of uh, Jamie St. James and, and Tommy Thayer, two or three guys didn't even have links on Wikipedia or social media to look up. They're like, this is the band, the story, yeah. and they're yeah. done. I noticed that. there was. There's really not... You know, which, I mean, God bless them. They did their bit. See you bye. You know, Black and Blue did a total of five albums. Uh, they came out in 84, 85, 86, 88. They pumped them out. And then in 2011, they did another one. But it's like, hey, we did our bit. Here we are. Thanks. It's been fun. See you. Bye. So I kind of respect them for that, though. I mean, I bet a lot of rockers are probably jealous that they did their albums. They had their five, six-year run, and they're gone. Went back yes. to society went back to you know I, I love it you know and and i knew of black and blue heard of them never never bought anything from them never you know i heard some stuff and didn't know it was them yeah but all of their songs nine of their ten songs i think are very good the 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 right. cover you know by sweet it's a it's it's different of course yeah. i'll give you that uh, but the whole album you can listen to straight through it's one of those right no instrumentals, no love ballads, straight it's through 40 minutes. They're all four-minute songs, essentially. It's good to go. Now, you've got some notes, I see. Yeah, I got notes on. Oops, anyway, go to screen here. Click. There's Jamie St. James, lead singer, just recently had a birthday, born January 27th, 1960. Okay. He's a vocalist and primary songwriter for the glam metal band Black and Blue. He served briefly in the mid-2000s as lead singer of Warrant. He filled oh, it for Jay Lane, yes. For Warrant, okay. Yeah, until Jay Lane returned. So he did one album with Warrant back in 2006, Born Again, and he did some writing with them there. Uh, growing up, he, he always wanted to be a drummer. He wanted to be a drummer, yeah. thought it would be great to be a rock band drummer at Cleveland High School with uh, some classmates. They formed a Molly Hatchet-inspired tribute band. Interesting. So, And they did a ZZ Top cover of the song LaGrange. So that's the kind of stuff he did younger. Um, high school, he met fellow musician Tommy Thayer. So that's where that all started. His buddies with him since then. Okay. Um, St. James also played drums and a kiss tribute band called cold gin where he did the role of peter chris and tommy thayer of course was ace fraley in that same okay. old gin band um 
he wrote a song with Kiss with Gene Simmons and Scott Van Zant called In My Head, which appeared on the Carnival of Souls album. I remember that song. Okay. So I mean, aside from Black and Blue, he's um, been in other collaboration bands. But um, you talked about the, the hook with uh, Gene Simmons. Uh, their 2004, or I'm sorry, uh, 86 album Nasty Nasty and 88 In the Heat were produced by Gene Simmons. Wow. So, so Gene Oakland had his eye on these guys for a while. Um, did Gene's influence give him the popularity for those few years? Who knows? Um, that's kind of where the Gene Simmons, Tommy Thayer connection came up. Why Black and Blue disbanded? Was it just lack of sales? Was it album company Geffen? I'm going to say Geffen because Geffen kind of blew up at the, you know, melted at the time and lost a lot of stuff. So I'm going to go with that. I don't know for sure, but, um, Black and Blue, very, very good band. Uh, like I said, he they had five albums. He's also was in a band called Freight Train Jane. They did an album. Okay. He did the most more in 2006, and he also had a solo one in 2001. So if you look up at Jamie St. James, look up some of his stuff. Like I said, you, you said their album was really good rock and roll. That's where I thought he was a great fit in for Warrant on one album, because Warrant is just – Yes, Janie Lane had ballads. Don't get me wrong. Very good songs. I saw Red. It's probably my favorite Janie Lane ballad with Warren. Okay. But their songs are good rock and roll. There's good harmony. There's good, you know, the flows, the guitars, the instrumentals all go great. So he was a good fit in on that one album. If you had a chance to listen to that, possible note for this spring, we could do that as a, or album maybe. That's what I got. There's that warrant born again. Maybe we'll might see that one again one day, but that was 2006. So there's that. If you hear that one again, but I do have some other information, Dan, some concert stuff. Oh yes. Not too many. Um, I don't have a graphic for it, but again, this weekend we will be at the deaf legend heartless concert. Keep an eye on social media for pics and also maybe the police reports too. Celsius Bay Concert Series, right there you see it. They're going to have um, a Queen tribute band playing down there at the Old Log Theater. Oh, what a great venue for music. Crown Jewel is the name of the band at the Old Log Theater. Now, now have they new, always done this, or is this new? This is new as far as I know, and I don't know how many other bands they've got coming in. But Crown okay. Jewel will be the first one there, and that's next Saturday the 11th at 730 so see how that rolls. Maybe that might be another kind of uh, the the music room, the music in, in St. Michael, smaller venue, you know, indoor, nice area. See how that goes. And also coming up at the Bowl, as they call it, in Shakopee on the 18th, Maine, Minneapolis, the darkest hour. Here's your chance, Dan. All right, so that is the 18th. I will be, I will be going to this for sure. Yes. So again, watch for more pictures on social media and the police reports that weekend too. And we've got to remember now the, these two bands toured with each other in '86 or '87, I believe. Uh, right. And this was an actual. This was the lineup. I mean, uh, yeah. Megadeth 
opened and Iron Maiden was the headliner right. in back-to-back -back shows. And this is a, two bands doing the same thing here. Yeah, it's almost the exact same guys in both bands. So it's not a big uh, change up between shows, you know. Oh, is it? Band. Is it mostly the same? I believe so, yeah. They do a lot of work together, these two. They, they tour together. Their sung members, I think, are both. So or at least they filled in anyway at best. Okay, fun. There we go. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction uh, candidates came out. Here's the nominees. The ones with asterisks by it are first-time nominees. Uh, Willie Nelson, Kate Bush, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Cheryl Crow, A Tribe Called Quest, Iron Maiden, uh, Joy Davidson, A New Order, Cyndi Lauper, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, The White Stripes, and Warren Zvon. I... Willie Nelson, the Rock and Roll World Hall of Fame. I don't know if that's just a thing now because they put Dolly Parton in last year. Who knows? Uh, Missy Elliott, no. Get her off the list. Don't bother. <laughs> George Michael did do some stuff in music. I guess I'd have no problem with that. Um, Iron Maiden, about time. They should go in. Cindy Lauper, I guess she deserves, she's had a good career. I like Cindy Lauper's voice. She's good. Uh, Soundgarden. Uh, that I could see both sides of that argument there. Same with Rage Against the Machine. Both had great careers. And you got to do the right sales and marketing to be on this list to start with. And you see, for Maiden, Rage Against the Machine, and Soundgarden, it's not their first time. So one of those three need to get in just to get that off their back. Uh, the Spinners, there's your oldies group. Uh, Warren Zvon, no, you don't make it in on one song. And the White Stripes, I, again, the White Stripes, I kind of put them for you, Dan, like in the black and blue. I've heard the name White Stripes. Couldn't name you a song. Yeah. I've probably yeah, heard them. I've probably heard songs of theirs, but nothing jumps out at me, you know, so you I know, can't. They are, they are not Hall of Fame worthy, right? I, I Again, that's, look how long it took Kiss to get in there and look at the sales they had. So it's not really yeah. for sales. It's per popularity. Yeah, it's I have no problem with them being nominated, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this White is Stripes, a nomination. These are 14 bands and, and artists nominated. Okay. Um, you got the Willie Nelson one. I'm more interested in, I hear coming up in a couple weeks, they're having a big 90th birthday for Willie Nelson, taking two days at the Hollywood Bowl. Take your puns and run with it right there. <laughs> Willie Nelson and Bowl. <laughs> I, exactly. The stuff writes itself, Dan. I can't. It, you throw the salad at them and hit it. You know. It's but awesome. uh, I also heard a little scuttlebutt coming up for the Super Bowl. There's a commercial marketing genius. I had to drop a little sports on you here because it is a songs related thing too. Super Bowl commercial. Martha Stewart, Snoop Dogg, and Willie Nelson doing a big lighter commercial. Solid. Uh, right there, commercial of the year. I don't care what anyone says. That marketing man is a genius. That's a genius. Pay him what he wants. Mick Leiter is going to be the top-selling commercial for the Super Bowl. Who to thunk it? And I don't think they've ever done an ad. Have they? Mick Leiter's for God's sake. I mean, you know, you gotta, 
Don't need a Super Bowl ad for a Bic lighter, man. Yeah, you know, and you don't need an ad. Yes, you're correct. You don't need that. You don't need that. But the question is, paying out the amount of money to do it um, for a Bic lighter, it's kind of genius in it in and of itself. But look who you got doing the commercial for you. I mean, come on, Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson, and Martha Stewart. Holy cow! It's it's genius, and I love watching. You know, the Super Bowl with that, uh, with the ads. Uh, the game itself should be good. We'll have a preview and everything on that next, yeah. in the next couple of uh, weeks. But, boy, the, the ads are one to look at. So if you have recommendations or ideas for future bands or albums of the uh, reviews or tours, uh, jot them down, put them in the comment section below. We'll get to them. But today's uh, album review was Black and Blue, 1984. Now keep track. A little contest here for the, for the listeners. For the next four weeks, write down all the albums we review in the bands. Then in March, let us know what they all had in common. What do they all have in common? That's See true. if you can That's figure true. it out. That's your homework assignment. There's a the method month. to the madness uh, for the fans out there. Yes. So see if you can keep up. It's not per se in the review. It's the name of the album and the bands. Those, those are your two clues, I'll tell you. Go with that. Not... Oh, this guy played in all those bands. No, that's I'll tell you right there. Don't you don't have to go that deep into it. We don't want to go that deep. Now, yeah, we're, uh, anything we're else? That we're not that smart. Uh, to anything do that. else, Andy? For the music, anything else that we can think of for this week? You know, really, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff came out. It's kind of getting, it's like a sports Hall of Fame. You're going to have people complaining and and saying about time or who's this person. So, now do they narrow it down to the yeah. finalists? Yeah, these just came out, so we'll have our discussions coming up over the next few weeks every now and then. We'll see other discussions. You'll see them posted on social media. I like it. Uh, concerts, local bands. If you want to plug your show, feel free to drop us an email. Uh, send it to Connie at sportsandsongspodcast.com. Connie will take care of it. Uh, we'll plug and your if you show. If you plan on coming out to the Medina Saturday, we'll be there. The, the yep. show Heartless will open up. It's a heart tribute band. The main mm -hmm. show is Def Legend. Yep, a tribute band to Def Leppard. It's at had the that on last week. Yep, twenty-one plus show. Um, and yeah, check the uh, check the Facebook for some photos and uh, pictures on on Twitter. We'll take some shots there while we're there. Have a good week, everyone. See ya.